0: everyone and welcome to episode 243 of fans of power i'm joe amato and i'm here with my partner in crime nasty Nate, nathan kennedy and tyler is on his way he's not gonna not be on the show he, he said he, what did you he say said he, said, nathan, he would be, he be either a up, right?
1: tad bit late or he wouldn't be at all and i guess he's gonna be a tad bit late so uh, I'll, I'll wait for him to send shoot me a text and i can let him in let him in here and i'll have to toggle some audio until then and en- enjoy this nice static image of uh tyler wearing one of his favorite masters of the universe t-shirts it's the one that says call that is his favorite, yeah, favorite. because these puppies yeah. are sick so yeah. uh he yeah he he, he, he loves yeah that it looks shirt. like no, uh, I don't a beach trip anymore. was going on when this photo was taken he's got sunglasses on nice little blue sky going on behind him so yeah wearing his favorite shirt
0: <laughs> crap There you go. He'll love to see that when he comes up. But, well, in the meantime, let me quickly address everybody that's here in the chat room. We have Zentron, Jeff Prime, Grimbot, Aaron Anderson. He said he wanted to finally make it. You made it. Thanks for popping up here, Aaron. Michael Purvis, DJ Tags, uh, Curtis Ackerman, uh, Gavin the Nerd. I know I forgot to click the thing, Nathan, and you could tell I'm doing it. Darth Baca, Adam Gabbert, Zen Brown, Um, and I think I got... Oh, and Fedmon, I think, just popped up. Oh, yeah, and I got everybody. I think it did. If I missed anybody, sorry about that. I was going to try to grab something. I was trying to show something here, but my camera, for some reason, wasn't picking it up. I've been trying to sneak things in the background to just show uh, things that I've had done or was sending out or something. And somebody that was in the chat room might have got a kick out of that. But I don't know if it's going to show up. I'm going to wait to see because I moved my camera over, and I'm looking at my 30-second delay to see. And what's up, Eric Amon? He just popped up, too. I'm looking at my 30 second delay. Hold on. I want to see if it shows up. And uh, it still fucking didn't show up. Unreal. Well, just. Okay, just um, yeah, just go grab it. it or something. Hold on. I don't want to drop everything, though, because knowing my fucking luck. Hold on a second. Let me hope- okay. Hold on. Don't want to drop shit. Sorry, look at my beautiful ceiling. All right. It's a. Uh, okay. It's going to be at a distance, because I like doing teasing, so I'm not going to show this thing up close, but it's uh, a. Female Cosmic Enforcer. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah, so, um yeah, this one's going to be different. It'll be unique. I'll try to show the full pictures tomorrow, but there was just a sneak peek that was going to be shipping out tomorrow. See, not even showing it in the full. You'll have to catch that whole thing on my Facebook page or on the customs and stuff. So there you go. How about that for a teaser? And let's see if that guy responds in the second we sees that before I drop everything. God, I barely showed Yeah, there it showed up pretty good. Okay, there was a teaser. I'm back. Now, what's up, Nathan? How you doing? I'm rambling.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm doing okay. I'm just... <laughs> Well, one waiting on Tyler, and now I'm just like cautious because I I don't know if you're gonna tip everything over and no nope, jump nice and jump script. out of the call, and then we'll have to nope. bring you back in too, and then I'll have to sit here and cover all of this dead air by myself. That's that's Yep, no. Don't
0: yep. No, it's all set. It's all good. But you know, um, what sucks real quick before we get to talking about some of the Master of Universe stuff, and I'll even talk about this for a second. Um, I got a dollar scratch off today, so I won ten bucks on it. Got me excited. I went to go get Popeye's chicken. And then my excite. Well, check this out because this really sucks. And I want to know if people in the area, you know, I mean, well, of course, they probably don't do it like I do. But I want to see if they could test this out tomorrow. I went to get my seven piece. They said they no longer do the seven piece dark.
2: Oh, no. no more se-
0: oh, oh, man. That- oh, no. Well, I mean, but it's a good deal. You get seven pieces from Pime 99. I was like, you mean just temporarily? They said, no, it's just gone. So I don't know if it's just that location so i just got a chicken sandwich in place of it because i said what do you have in place of that and they said we have a 12 piece for 12.99 which is mixed with all them wings and I, I, like, forget that. so I that's what i mean that exactly that's like i couldn't afford it anyways but i was excited i thought i was gonna get chicken then i ended up getting the sandwiches and that sucked uh, before i ramble about this um i know a lot of people have been getting wave two yeah. of the masters of the universe origins and I think most of them were ordered. I, I'm not sure if they're in stores. I think some people maybe said they sent them in stores. Did you see? Or maybe even people can uh, confirm that, but
2: uh, I think maybe they're hitting I, the stores I as well. I thought the
1: vast majority were online orders, but I, I I wouldn't know if they'd pop up in stores anyway because the I actually went to the local Walmart that I talked about last week that had a restock, and like most of those figures are still there, like Tila and Evil Inn and Man at Arms. So... I'm like, did, did these people? Uh, is that already done? Everyone that bought that needed one in this area has bought one and they're done. So I don't know,
0: but uh, I, uh, I mean, I hope they get out. To no, I just sorry.
1: I do want to throw out there: if you guys come across wave two, uh, I, I'm not really concerned about everybody in it, but a scare glow would would be nice if you if there's an if and those- there's an extra one, you get one for yourself first. But if there happens to be another one on on the peg. Pick it up, let or just shoot me a message while you're you're standing there. Cause the, the vast, uh, a handful of you guys, like we we chat on Facebook every now and again. So if you guys come across that, hit me. I know Purvis, Purvis will will come through if he finds any. But uh, yeah, you guys get an extra scare glow, just hit well, me up. And if I by that point I've already had one, then you can go on eBay and sell it for fifty five
0: dollars. Well, that's the thing, and I'm hoping that i'm hoping no more wave one comes when wave two shows up officially in the stores because i want this is going to show definitely how the sales of it yeah. are going to continue to hopefully get better and better because scareglow first i mean people are army building and buying tons of them they love that glow feature and people are really loving oracle or i mean oracle does look really good trapjaw looks pretty good um and then manny faces i mean he's cool but i didn't see people really going two bananas over him but This is what we need to see. Will the secondary characters keep selling because they're flooding with too many He-Man and Skeletors in my area? Finally, some more of those are shifting out, and that's not including with me using them for customs. They're finally starting to sell more of them. But the big surprise for me, I would love to know sales numbers on the wwe masters figures because those things i mean they're they wipe out quickly And every time they show a new wave it's like people are going nuts but even the crappy john cena's that at one time were just sitting at the stores those are gone i don't see any more of the wwe ones those sell super fast and i think that's a positive sign of definitely for them reusing molds or doing other things it's it's a hot selling line i don't know what it's like in your area but those wwe ones are gone all the Uh, time
1: now the first wave i saw a few times uh, the second wave's the one with with Faker, Cena, and Macho Man and Roman Reigns, right?
0: I believe. Way, wave 3's three Undertaker,
1: had, New Day, uh, t- the, uh, the the Rock, Rock and Braun Strowman, yeah. and
0: Braun Strowman. And I can't, I can't find any of those. And uh, they already said that now they got the one yeah, with Mister T and, and Jake. The and Snake. the rest of them like, damn, I can't get any of these. Yeah, and Jake the Snake, and then they're showing the next wave that's going to have Roddy Piper and have Becky Lynch and, and uh, whoever the hell else. was like, man, they're just as quick as they sell out. It's like, here's another wave and another wave, and they all look great, but I just I can't find them. I can't get any of those WD, I've, I mean, WWE I've ones. only seen too,
1: the, the New Day Manny Faces figure uh, once. I haven't seen it again. It's kind of like you. It's mostly Faker Cena's and Roman Reigns that I see when i do see them that, that's all so like, i think the actually the walmart i went to today had a macho man and i'm like looks great but i would i would just take the armor off of them and just have a macho man figure but
0: it's it almost it almost yeah, seems like they care
1: more about that line than they do the, the origins line
0: which whatever it's a, it definitely seems like they get a lot a little yeah. more originality i don't know or maybe they could with it, maybe they have a little more artistic freedom to do different things. Possibly, I don't know. But you are getting different things, and it looks like I'm assuming they're you know reusing the parts from the classics line. Like when it came to the things like with the Terror Claw stuff, and I'm certain that the Dragon Blaster Dragon for Ricky the uh, Dragon. That's not. I doubt that's going to that, be a working feature. That'll probably that be did a look kind
1: of cool, even though I, I even though it does. Me personally, I hated it when Steamboat was in the WWF. I always preferred I always preferred NWA Steamboat. Well, maybe maybe like WrestleMania three Steamboat that era. But when he came back, and they they that's when they just strapped him with the dragon gimmick and he's like breathing fire. I'm like, eh, that's too much.
0: But he had a hell of a match with Macho yeah. Man, didn't he? Or wasn't yeah. that one of his most yeah. iconic? But, but yeah, but but that
1: was like pre them, like actually trying to like make him a dragon gimmick yeah. him up or yeah, something. coming out yeah. breathing fire and all that corny shit that they had him do
0: it works great for an action yeah, figure
1: yeah, though yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it, it, i think an action figure form, it's it's really awesome i and i like jake the Snake. i like what they've done with the the masters wwe line but it's not it's not something i, I go out of my way to it, it's it seems like every wave i'm like oh well that one looks cool like i don't need the rock or braun Strowman. like if i were to get one out of that wave well from that wave, it would have been two. I would have done the Undertaker scare because that that actually did look all right to me. And then the New Day Manny faces, but like I like the New Day, but I'm, I'm like I don't need that figure. Just. No, no use for it.
0: Yeah, that one looks cool, and Scare Glow is the one I wanted. I mean, heck, another one if they were ever, because it seems like they sometimes will reuse even the same gimmicks, but then switch it off to another person, because if they were to ever to do another Manny Faces one, I think perfectly the three faces of Foley would be perfect to have, you know, Mankind, Cactus Jack, yeah. Dude Love. I think that could actually be kind of cool if they do something like that, but the one that I didn't really flip over was Becky Lynch as the Goddess, because in WWE, Alexa Bliss is like called the Goddess. It's like, I thought she would have been a perfect you know oh, they, fit for that because like becky lynch is holding the man shield i was like but you're the uh, goddess and, but, and the man I don't, it's like, know. I don't know but i know she's well, the hot female you, i, but I you can could, understand but
1: yeah but she's not even on tv right now and won't be for the foreseeable no TV. i
0: mean not right now but i wasn't she probably I, I just think because she was probably in development yeah, at that time yeah. maybe that's why they well did I, it. I, I, I
1: could see alexa but, bliss being like do like evil in scheme just the, the way her attire and especially now with I guess she's teamed up with The Fiend. I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up with with wrestling as much.
2: It is a
0: cool gimmick either way. I will just say for a couple of people in the chat room, Aaron Anderson mentioned that he's seen an overstock of Skeletors in his area, but otherwise minimal Wave 1. Curtis Ackerman bought a Skeletor for his nephew. So, uh, yeah, there's people that are still seeing some. I guess it's just did, Uh, wait, well, let me see. Fedmon said also saw a stock pallet, but not yet put out was Wave 2 of the MCX Master Universe Singles, also known as Fistol. What the heck are the MCX? Are those? Oh, are those yeah. the Mega Constructs? Okay, I just caught that. Those are the one things I wasn't collecting. But well, let me ramble real quick about one thing. This is a, this is a. Oh dear, dear God, double trouble. This is the comic that came with Oracle and Wave Two. Oh, um, oh
1: okay. Another I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything about the comic that comes with the all the Wave Two figures, which. I'm I'm sorry. That is still a terrible idea. They should have at least maybe had two comics and split it between or something, anything. Just everybody gets the same. You comic. know why I say That's that? Really sucks.
2: I'll tell
0: you why. You're you're like I said. It's true. They should have gave more. I know that they said okay. They only have enough to make six pages for each comic for each wave, but it'll create a story. But at this rate, this is just a hot garbage. I'll get to it in a second. But I enjoy. Actually, the stuff that would come with the WWE figures more, because at least with those, you're getting a unique piece of art. It has maybe a one- or two-page quick story, but each character is getting a unique thing. It's not like every one in Wave 1 or 2 or 3 of the WWE Masters figures are all getting the same thing. They get their yeah. unique piece of art, a quick little thing of maybe just kind of their story. And it, and it all ties for in for the together, Masters,
1: too. They, they make
0: yeah, it's like, okay, you guys are tying that more together and giving unique pieces, but we have to get overstocks of tons of these to tie in six pages of crap each time. I'll tell you what, if I was somebody that was actually in charge of the master's property, if I had one more person write meow in a fucking mini comic, again? I'd fire them. But of course, it happened again. But of course, they're probably the ones that think it's a good idea. See, this is why it pissed me off. We got a creation... Hashtag hashtag stop the meow. I want to actually create this because I want it to fucking stop. These are like you're you're in charge of a of a property that we just love a lot and we adore and we we cherish, but you keep using this shitty thing that is a joke that came up at the time of the internet that's mocking Skeletor. Skeletor never I'll say it again in the history of the vintage comics, Star Marvels, Golden Books, the cartoon, never once said. I'm gonna get you, He-Man! Meow. That never fucking happened. Meow is a joke, but now you guys are putting it in here, and sure as shit, there's a page right here when Skeletor turns into Orko and is trying to be in disguise, and he sees He-Man, and what the hell does he say right there? He says, "He-Man, meow." I mean, what are you doing here? Like he's talking to this Orko, but his oh, put, he says He-Man, then the meow. I'm
1: like, Jesus there, Christ! So we I, can I just
0: because
1: I haven't seen any of the scans well, from it.
0: Wait, where the fuck? I want to get the right fucking page. Um, he man meow. Blah, 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 son of a bitch. Okay, it's down here in this shit tastic panel. Still, my hand is, or if you can even see it. But it's in the under Orko floating. Uh, you, you,
1: you can kind of see it, sort of.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of blurry, but he does say like he man, and then meow. Can yeah. you kind of see that there? Or is that still yeah, blurry? Yeah, should- I mean, you, you can- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't take it. I can't take it. It just pisses me off. I hate that more than hearing MOTU pronounced out loud because at least that I can understand. It's fans wanting to say it, and they don't want to say Masters of the Universe. They don't want to say He-Man. I love giving people shit about and joke about it, but I can respect that. But this is just stupid because you're taking bullshit fan funny mockery and now making it canon? It's like, stop, because what next? Is Kevin Smith going to think, hey, that's real. Let's have uh, fucking uh, Mark Hamill say it as Skeletor in the new
1: cartoon. uh, Hey, give it to Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it at all.
0: It'll probably happen in the new, that other He-Man cartoon, the one that's geared towards kids' kids. Guaranteed Skeletor will be saying that yuck line every fucking episode. But I just want it to stop. It's like, Jesus, you think you're supposed to be the passionate fans, and it's like, a casual fan that I loved Masters growing up and all. I'm just going to work on the brand now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Let's do internet searches. Oh, this is Meow. Let's put it in here. It's like, you guys should have better knowledge of it. And even how they treated. I'm not going to show it. Next week, we're going to do it, but they even have Trapjaw and Scareglow as dipshits in this. I was like, Scareglow? Scareglow a dipshit? And Jaw. of course, they're going to make him into a moron. That's why I can't wait till we discuss this Icons of Evil Trap Trap Jaw, Because like, this is how he should be or how he was as a villain when he was in the mini-comic. Uh, you know, back in the day. Right. Menace Trap Trapjaw. But uh, son of a bitch. It's like, I, I couldn't take this. So yeah, um uh, I had to do that. In case you guys haven't read it, this is hot garbage.
1: I'm sending Tyler a text. Uh, just to see, because I haven't heard anything from him since 8.13 when he originally texted me. I was like, okay. So I, I don't know what's going on. He he didn't specify well, other than that, so I... <laughs> I
2: it,
0: it, well, hey, if anything, I mean, we could still discuss Gygor because that's kind of... It's it's a character spotlight, but it's not like there's been much for him true. anyways. I mean, we could start off with Gygor and then... He, I'm sure he'll pop up by the time we do the comic book for Icons of Evil, but if you want, we could still... <laughs> Grimbot is telling me to rip this do on it. camera. I can't rip do this it. on camera, because then I couldn't scan it. That's like... I couldn't take this and rip it on camera because then I couldn't do <laughs> this.
2: Oh, shit, I did it. There
0: you go. There, it's a ki- it's kindling. Burn this. It's horse shit. My God, I'll be getting 30 of these fuckers when wave two comes out anyway, so who cares? God forbid. What a piece of shit. Oh, my God. Thanks, Grimbot. That made me feel better. Oh, that was therapeutic. That was therapeutic. Oh, there we go. God,
1: uh, I, I, ty- no, Tyler did, uh, Tyler did hit me up and said uh, he'll be right there. He, he said, uh, hang on. So he's... Ah, I didn't mean to call him. No, no. Okay, there. Hang, hang up the
0: phone. Grimbot's happy. Said justice. No, I mean this ain't worth it, man. It's that's it's terrible. not. I, I mean, it, it's it's well. It, it would it, be.
1: But. It would be if either each figure had a different comic. Like even if it's just as light as the, Those are just a couple pages, and and that's it. But to just get the same comic with all of them, what's uh, what's the point in having that many copies of that? You know.
0: Yeah, and that's why I had no second thoughts of even doing what I just did. I mean, really, that was the planned. You saying it because obviously it was Grimbot saying it. But I know when Wave Two comes, I'm going to be getting tons of these. Yeah. You should see the amounts of fucking Wave One's comic I have because I've made so many goddamn customs with those figures. I'm just there's stacks of them. So yeah, it's not like oh god, I just ripped up something that's going to be worth a hundred dollars in thirty years. This ain't going to no, be worth years No,
1: Joe, talk maybe three years the way eBay prices are. <laughs> yeah nobody's gonna want to buy this and that's the that's the thing too that i i feel bad for people that uh got wave one or paid ebay prices for them and now the market is just flooded with these things on the pegs right now like every every walmart and because there's three walmarts that are basically within mm, i don't know probably less than 30 miles Like, I I could go to all three of them in quick succession, probably be done, like, between traveling and everything, maybe a little over an hour. Each one of them has uh, He-Man and Skeletor out the ass, and then a a couple of them have, like, one or two of everybody else. I feel really bad for anyone that went on eBay and spent, like, $100 for a He-Man and a Skeletor just because they they didn't want to wait a month until they were flooded that at tw- every walmart in yeah the i
0: was wait exactly because you're right they're not only going to be at walmart but starting at in the beginning of 2021 they're going to be at target and other stores so you're going to have these everywhere mm-hmm. so even as much as like i said i've been wanting glow badly even if i don't find him at walmart and they even hit wave three and i still missed i know it's going to pop up at target i know these things will be everywhere and it's still it's it's us. This. It's not like it's going to be getting the kids, I can't stress enough, until there's a cartoon that gets the attention of kids to even think about this we're buying it and then maybe th- for christmas time i see a little surge in sales there because obviously people are going up and down the aisles like what am i going to get little fucking johnny for fucking christmas and they're going to see hey i remember he-man and they might buy it then or hell people might even see it for themselves going back into a toy aisle after all these years and saying what he-man's back so that's a way of getting a little more but yeah don't go overpaying. i mean hell what's strange to me though i still have not seen a single sky sled with prince Adam i haven't either anywhere no yeah I was like and i don't know about the channel if you guys see him, i was like where are these fuckers at and i'm not pa- oh and that was the bullshit thing go to any of you guys if you want if you can split screen yourselves go to walmart's website right now and type in sky sled for master's universe origins it, it's like over a hundred bucks i'm like wait what the
1: well fuck that's, that? that's, that's probably not that's 29. probably not even directly sold i'll look it up that's probably not even directly sold by walmart though that's probably just some third party thing i would imagine
0: oh they do third party yeah. shit on, on oh walmart yeah website?
1: all the time let's see
0: Oh, see, because I don't order. Well, I'm, you know, I, I was just curious to look to see if it was there, but I didn't know that it was third-party things. Well, see, that's stuff that confuses you can't even me.
1: Find it on here.
0: Yeah. Really?
1: Let me do that. Uh,
0: I'm trying to remember how I typed it. Uh, I looked up Prince
1: Adam as well, and nothing's coming up.
0: It could still be one of those old, weird, dead links, because right now I'm looking at um, the screen. It says Masters of the Universe Origin Sky Sled, $112.20. No. Only five no. left, but I, I don't. Yeah, you're right. Again, I don't know if this is a third-party thing. Here, I can try to show you on no. my shitty. Uh... Um, c- can you see anything on my computer or no?
1: Yeah, you can see it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a third-party thing no. or what. Wait, Tyler just popped up. I'm here guys.
3: I I'm sorry for the delay. Oh, okay
0: Wait, that's cool as hell. How is his background doing that? Where it
1: looks like um he probably did something that's cool as shit something in his settings maybe. It's like blurry.
2: I like that. Uh... I mean it
0: just looks so superimposed, it looks cool. Like Tyler, we see you crystal clear, but the background with all your figures are blurry as shit. But it looks cool. I can't explain it. It's Uh... weird. I
3: guess it's just kind of emphasizing the aura, my aura and presence oh, wait, you know, on this podcast,
1: you know. What, what if I? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do anything. I don't know. Yeah. What's I up? I, I think that's. I think that's on Tyler's end. I can't change that.
3: Well, can oh. you guys still at least see
0: me and hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck it then. Yeah, I, th- I think it Actually, I think it looks cool, Nathan. Myself, I don't know. It's yeah, kind of weird.
1: not say it looks cool. <laughs>
0: To me, it looks cool. I'm easily <laughs> amused. Well, but not when it came to this. Tyler missed a moment you have to catch later. I ripped up this fucking double trouble comic all on a whim. What a horrible fucking comic! That was the one that came with Orko and Scareglow, and dear God, was that a hot pile of mess? Oh God!
3: So I I didn't even thought about that. Like
0: the new mini comics. So, oh God! Yeah, yeah. Don't, uh, I, don't I, I? I'm not- don't even work. Yeah, won't even have to worry about it. But yeah, we were just doing some rambling, some uh miscellaneous stuff. So once you're set, once Nathan's set with everything, we could jump into uh, a Gygour yeah, discussion. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna grab some water
3: right. real quick so while Nathan I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna, go ahead gonna and switch over
1: the audio channels between the two of you. There
0: we go. Okay, just gonna get my bottle of water, try to do a sip here under my mask.
1: One second. I
2: gotta
1: I gotta see if I can 'cause See if it, it, it doesn't. Uh, hmm. Why is it doing that? He had to have done that on his end. I haven't touched anything on my settings, though. I, th- this
3: thing has, has not been messed with at all other than just watching YouTube. That's really weird.
0: Krimbot <laughs> said Tyler's room is filled with smug. That's what's. I like that.
3: I, I, I will embrace that, you know? I was trying to keep it on my head, and I completely fucked that up.
2: Uh, shit. Give me
3: that, Smug. If I can't crush a plastic water ball against my head like John Belushi did in Animal House, so.
2: That's bad.
0: I loved watching it. him eat. Oh, and he was eating in that that cafeteria. My God, I love that. But I have a problem with eating, so. My yeah. favorite
3: moment is when he just takes that jar of mustard, looks at it, and then dumps it on his chest, and it's like the most mm-hmm. random scene in the movie. I have to picture a Joe doing that, though, but then he kind of finds it some sort of erotic, you know. By the way, I picture Joe, could, uh, you know, and like another movie Joe could be in. He could be the villain in Die Hard, except that after money, he's after the Popeyes catering truck.
0: Anything, yeah. We won't talk about the story I mentioned about Popeyes earlier. You can catch that on the rerun. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah, not Nathan- interested in your stories about food, Joe. Exactly. I know. I am. But, uh, well, anyways, Nathan, when you're set, why don't you hit us up um, and we start Guy Gore and heck? Nathan, you could even give your first impressions or questions about him, since uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, company, I mean there's nothing you know, for least... me to
1: throw it to. I didn't set up any sort of fancy ass graphic for Geiger or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that. I only did uh, the stuff for the the comic this week. But no, uh, Guy Gore, the, re- the whole reason this this conversation came about is because after we were done with the show last week, I was talking to Tyler about other classics that I wanted to go ahead and get. And two of those on my list were Guy Gore and Shadow Beast. Just because, the, I mean. In, in terms of classics prices on eBay, it's not horrible given the, the how big they are and the scale that you get them in. Um, but I, I did a little bit of research on my own. There's not, I, there's not a, a lot about this character. It's just that uh, there were plans for it to be in the vintage line. We know that they reused a lot of accessories and and you guys think of battle cat like that all came from the the big gym toy line which they also repurposed and from the the tarzan line that mattel put out so Gygor was one of the apes that they had in the big gym line and i i guess early on in the planning stages uh before the right around the time that the line was introduced is when uh this idea came about of repurposing this ape as Gygor. so i've seen uh, the prototype I've seen, also like the 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 uh, sketch that they did, where Gygor could have been used, which I think's honestly kind of a cool idea of having the the pack on the back with like guns coming out, and you could put a figure in behind him. I, I think that seems kind of cool as well. But uh I, the, the story behind this character in itself only came to light because it was in. It was in the book, uh, what, what's the title of it? Master Universe. It's sort of like the, the rise and fall of a billion dollar idea.
3: What a, what a lousy book that is. Um, um, like that, that book only gave you so many insights. It was just more, more or less just bitching and complaining. And, from one person's perspective basically too. Yeah, and, um, and to the point where Roger's like, some of the stuff like he couldn't remember some of the things it just came off as a book of
1: complaining. Like, when did this book come out?
3: God, it was like the early 2000s, I okay.
1: think. So uh, I'm assuming you both kind of heard about this through the book around the same time. That's like, oh, hey, the, this, this character was planned. So I guess what, what were your initial impressions about finding this out or the first time you saw like the prototype picture? Is that something that you would have loved to have seen? Because we later got it in the classics line in 2010. That uh, I
0: would have embraced anything. I mean, anything that they would have made back then, of course, I would have embraced. And when it came out for classic, like, sure, it was cool. I mean, it had a real shitty bio and story about him that could couldn't care less about but uh no as for having them for vintage i would have loved it but you're right knowing the whole idea behind this like in a way first it was kind of like a thought of they were trying to create beast man and like what the hell do we use to make beast man and at one time they're using a grizzly grizzly bear to do it but then they thought this could look too close to chewbacca so that was one idea but then when roger sweet did it he took um that big jim bear like or the big jim gorilla and made it yellow and did the armor and they thought it was cool as shit but it's not what i guess they were looking for so so then when mark taylor then kind of had the idea of you know using that big jim gorilla then he did a sketch where he did it where he was did him paint and he had the armor that he used that for that grizzly bear that they were going to use and that is basically the idea of where then beast man came was from that and they actually the lords of power figures the ones that andy Elsey you know sh- showed us early on you know a while back before we got these ones that came out you know recently for the power um, power con exclusive um that basically looked exactly like what Mark Taylor sketched for when he sketched up that big, you know, kind of red-looking Guy Gore body, but using it as a Beast Man. So that kind of sketch became that figure, but then they used that design to go into Beast Man. But Guy Gore was like something then. It would, it, was, it would have been separate. He wouldn't have been Beast Man. But it's like without Beast Man, you probably wouldn't have got the Guy Gore and the whole evolution was interesting, but yes, I would have liked it. Um, I liked what Mark Taylor did with uh, when he, like you said, he was putting on the weapons, and I think it was he, was it He Man could be on yeah, top He-Man. of them, or or yeah, He-Man. so I mean, it was cool ideas. I mean, I would have liked it, I would, especially being an oversized figure, you know, I would have loved to have some oversized figures because, hell, I mean, we of course never here in the United States got tight as a megator, so just having something big would have been cool, never happened, and. I don't know. I guess I'm not being an ass when it came to classics, but it—I don't know—something just missed the mark for me. I didn't really flip. I was like, "Ah, eh, it's cool," but I didn't go really bananas when I when I got it for classics. I don't know about oh, you, see Tyler, what but
2: you
0: did there? <laughs> what's
1: that? Yeah, you didn't go bananas.
0: bananas. Oh, uh, that was what unintentional. Aware of it, man. What a terrible comedian you are. It's <laughs> like I'm making jokes and I even know no, but uh, no, it was it was just all right. I don't know about you, but I yeah, I didn't like them. Um, I don't remember reading about it in the book because there's only a few things
3: I remember about that book because I didn't enjoy it. I read it beginning to end and just like I don't want to read this again. It was just garbage to me. Not to say that Roger didn't have valid complaints, but it was just like I get it, man. Can we have? Can we? Can you give us something interesting about the making of He-Man and instead of just blah blah blah? I got no credit. I got no credit. Whatever. Um so it really didn't get really brought to my attention again until um, I think the pictures had, I, I got to see the pictures of, of Guy Gore. Um, I think right after the classics uh, figure had come out, I think it came, became a little bit more relevant. Um, and seeing the pictures of, of He-Man on him, like I naturally thought like he was going to be a villain. And then I look at the prototype picture and see that he was possibly going to, and of course you look in the Power and Honor Foundation book, some of the, the beasts and things were were possibly going to be heroic. Um, like I think one of the earlier pictures of the T-Rex, like He-Man's riding it. So it's just kind of like, you know, you, they're still trying to figure out, you know, what it's going to be. And then you kind of decide, is this, you know, what what, what do, you, where do you put it in terms of the alliances and stuff like that. And I mean, I love I love what the horseman did with it. I love the the helmet, the armor, the big axe, the cape. Um, I mean, you you get points. I mean, even if it's something we didn't initially get, but it was intended to be for the original line, I am more accepting of it as opposed to a guy now deciding, I want to add an anteater to the heroic warriors because I like Anders. Anders are cool. He'll be called Antor. Or something like that, and like no, no, no. Like even though if that had been created in the eighties and that was something they really wanted to go for, I'm a little bit more lenient about that because that was what they wanted to give us. Um, but I, I do like the character. I don't. I, of course, it goes without saying the bio on the classics, you know, suck donkey balls.
1: I was talking to Emily. I was talking to Emily about that uh, last night because I I wanted to because I, I know that there's a couple videos on or on YouTube uh so we're kind of giving you guys like a a little quick thing on the character but if you want to look on youtube there's some other stuff i know pixel dan had done something but there was also a video that scott and i like did or had talked about and i just i I watched i don't know maybe 30 seconds of it and then i stopped it because i I couldn't help but not like think about everything that you say and like how much you guys are just sort of like those, those classic bios just didn't live up to anything. But I, I I guess what you're, uh, one thing that stuck out to me, Tyler, just now when you were talking that you said, if someone were to do something now and you brought up the whole anteater thing and you're like, well, if they did that before and it's something that they really wanted to do, I accept it now. So I, I'll ask you a question. What, What would it take for uh, someone now to introduce some a new character, and you would be okay with it. What would they need to do to make it acceptable?
3: First, I'd have to know that they're a not just a fan, but they get it, and that's why I feel like in the NYP series, Larry DiTullio could create the Faceless One. Like, I if, if I was told in advance the Horseman and Larry DiTullio. Larry's going to write this new storyline for this new new toy line, and the horse we're going to develop it. Those guys know, know what made these characters so magical, powerful, and badass. Like, why we're still talking about this line well over 30 years later. Like, they get it. Larry gets it. Robbie London got it. Other people, Larry Houston gets it. Like, there are certain individuals, like, even though to them it's a job, but in this day and age, years later, like, Larry still got it and still enjoyed it the horsemen wanted to do it because they love the series and people can say they're fans of the, of the series. They can say they're fans of this character and this obscure character and it just because it does not make them the per the right person to make this kind of decision. As I've said about Scott, plenty times. Scott has said he's a fan. He had this character and that character, like that's great. But just coming out of the gate, his decision-making and, you know, and putting these, bios on these figures and making and mattel making sure that that is the canon that the fans are going to abide by and yet it was like well if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to like people were taking it is to heart and mattel is still
0: to this day imposing that those classics are followed and it's the most hated canon it's the most hated canon that's why i yeah, just can't believe, believe
3: it mattel they, they did not they cut off classics but they still insist that anybody who works on classic bios has to continue to follow this or stay in the sandbox that Scott and I made. And
1: um, you know though like so. the, the the way that I look at that at the same time is the vintage line, right, had many comics and you had a filmation cartoon. NYP had a cartoon. The classics line just has word vomit on the back of of a card. Like I, to me for I guess I, I really do understand that now, I, that, that for that to be canon, I see why that pisses a lot of people off, just because there's nothing else to it other than someone, just one individual at the time thinking they can take and do whatever. It's like, well, this is actually the real name. And, 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 and it's a fanfic, uh, basically. That's
0: what yeah. they're doing, is taking a fanfic story and then putting into all this garbage, because you're right. We had no cartoon, so it's like, oh, they don't have a cartoon? Then I'm going to put all this shit into not only the backs of all these bios, but whenever we release a mini-comic, it's going to be horrible, too. But, did, but it's did like that, we were saying, Did that
1: you many know, people actually... Because no offense, but, I, but it every
0: flipping. no, it ain't being a dick. Nobody was flipping over this. And it's, it's showing what we were saying earlier about real fans who love this. It shows in the figures when you were saying, well, if they did something new now, would you like it? If the real fans who get it, do it, because just like we said, look at what the horsemen did. They gave us Drago, man, fantastic fucking figure. But that's then another look at the I other one. You get,
1: get that's, that's yeah, You one. get
0: Psychop. Chop. You get Sir Laserlots. Yeah. You get the Mighty Spector. You're getting all, like, all that from guys are...
3: who just like team man. Exactly. They
0: don't but, get it. The Four Horsemen love it. They, they, they get it. Yeah,
3: and just uh, and and it was all free. Like all those guys who submitted those ideas, they all had to do it for free. And um, I mean, I would do it for free too, but i i i uh, but i wouldn't i would not submit anything unless i genuinely felt like and even even with the horse making all those figures like i mean we all know how shitty specter was how shitty sir la was psychop is so un you know unoriginal and the horseman did the only one that everybody universally loved and embraced and that's why i said to, to create i would entrust new characters coming from certain individuals you know i mean people we've had on this podcast you know i mean James is very good. Val and Emiliano, Danielle, all of them, hmm. they get it. I would trust huh. all four of them. Uh, spe- to, speaking
1: yeah. of which, uh, I will, I will go ahead and spoil this now as long as nothing else comes up. uh, Two of those people we're actually going to have on the show next week. So it's going to be a, fi- a, a, a five-person spectacular. That I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance if on the video feed like it, it looks... Like words are not matching up with mouth movements because I've never done a five-person. really you should have to before. worry about
0: that with me, but yeah. I'll probably be freezing every <sighs> fucking five yeah. seconds. we'll see how that oh, goes. One quick more thing about I was gonna say about Gagor. Now here's the oh, thing: I, as a I, kid, I wasn't done either, too, so I, I still got. A... <laughs> All right, this is a quick ramble. You know, I speak 100 miles an hour. But Guy Gore, <laughs> if I was a kid and I would have had him, I know I would have enjoyed him, not only because the oversized, but because there would have been a gimmick. Because we yeah. know that the gorilla had that switch on the back, so we'd have been, like, pounding or yeah, doing something.
3: Yeah,
0: I would be, like, a fist pounding, you know. Ex- right, so that would have worked. But when it came to classics, like I said, I mean, it's cool that they did it, but it was like, yeah, it's nice to display, but just really did nothing for me. I think it would have had more of an impact for me as a kid. But still, cool, but, yeah, I'll pass it back to you, Tyler. Well,
3: no, I... I, I, I love it. Like he's, I, I'm proud to have him back here. Uh, he's, he, he's got, um, Batros right in front of him. Not no particular reason. He's just a big guy. I need to put him in the back, but I was just thinking, I mean, the character I think would be, you know, you need a good, a good story. And obviously, you know, and yeah. That one got screwed right out of the gate immediately. Well,
1: the, um, the thing with with those bios, though, were that many people just reading them because anytime I've gotten one, men on card, and I, I I don't even look at the back. I it's well, I immediately. It, when those and that
3: were coming out though, like I mean, Rose Google was discussing Chris vent's podcast was discussing okay. and which were and then I don't I don't think Masters Cast was at the time. They 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 weren't. Those two were going pretty regularly at the time when Classics was. Pretty regularly when we were getting figures monthly or, and things like that. And
1: well, generally, generally talk about it. What were the opinions? What were the opinions that back then when you would listen to them and they were talking? Were they like, "Oh, these are okay"? Or were, were they universal?
3: Well, like on Rose School, like you know, since they had ties to Scott, they, because I I'd get furious listening to it because they would read this stuff, and I'd feel like they're confused, but you know. That Scott is connected to them, so you really can't. Yeah, I, I get come out and say this is horseshit.
1: I, I yeah, I get that, know? but at the same time, like if you were working on it and I thought it sucked, I'd probably be like, man, you know what? That kind of sucked. But well, I get it but, I understand.
3: See, but see, that's the thing though. Like you know, if I work for Mattel and Nathan, you know, like that, I, I would. But that's because the, people they just don't want to yeah. put themselves. But I feel like I'd probably get in trouble with Mattel if I came on a podcast and, and talk with you guys. And you guys said that okay. this character sucks, and I'm like, well, I mean, I, I can I can't argue that, but then Mattel probably get mad at me right. because I'm saying one of their products sucks, yeah. even though I'm not the one that greenlit that piece of shit. I am in charge. I'm the brand manager of, it, and I'm pushing for this <laughs> character to be released instead of that piece of shit, you know. So therefore, I, I get you know, you know, uh, I lose paycheck and face, and they threaten to fire me because the the, the guy above me is like, I want this character, and I want my fucking Chewy you know, like you know, like a you know, little little uh, John Peters there for you. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, but no, they, it just, I was waiting for people to tear the shit apart and nobody was, they were just reading it and just trying to, uh, interpret it. You know, when I'm hearing people talk about the techno virus and, and power vests, and all this other bullshit, all these bios, like they were random, they were random parts of some bullshit story that was put together, apparently. So you get this part and this part and none of it made any damn sense. And you may not hear a story that connects the techno virus until two years later when this other figure comes out. And I, I was just so curious because I thought, like, who is this guy to come along, give them real names and kill people off for this and kill people off for that? And, and people were using it as canon because there was no comic book. There's no cartoon. We sure as hell knew there no, you know there wasn't a movie or anything like that. And people were using that as the current storyline. And I thought, why aren't people revolting against this? And and but I guess it just felt like there were so many people who were clueless about it and just said, okay, this is the new storyline, as opposed to where are the purists at? Where are the people who use filmation or the mini comics or NYP as canon? Like people were just embracing this and just kind of accepting it as opposed to what the fuck man? and um i mean like i said there was the one time that that i remember them questioning scott or two times was when danielle finally said why the hell is snake manner arms being released like not she didn't say it that abruptly but <laughs> it just there weren't that many times where i feel like they they questioned him because you know you don't want to upset mattel when mattel is deliberately yeah. giving you access to things i think i get that but it just felt like the things that, that Scott was was greenlining was like this makes no sense and and people are just way too accepting of it. Thankfully though, they were not accepting a Spectre or Sir Laserlot, even though they were shoehorned in into those bullshit DC digital comics that came out and stuff like that. But but getting back to Gygor, like I just feel like that character needed a valid story. Looking at the guy, that guy should be either the guardian or gatekeeper of Snake Mountain and the general for Skeletor's armies. Like we we see Skeletor goes you know sends out small groups of his warriors all the time. Like you never see like actual armies, but when it comes down to it, Gygor should be the guy leading or commanding the skeleton armies, demon armies, skeletons, whatever, like he needs to be the guy that's out there on the on the battlefront, like sending that that group in and, and, and over from this direction. And then when he goes into battle he's carrying his big ass axe and just tearing people left and right. Or he's at Skeletor's side, like waiting to get his say so before he goes and sends this a battalion like that way like, i feel like he should be a general or someone who is guarding any like you know the most accessible way in the snake mountain or throws people out you know i just feel like he should be this brute that is very intelligent you do not want to mess with this guy i mean on any level whatsoever like he is constantly feared by by not by the evil warriors like you the, uh, the kind of like there's a camaraderie there but you feel like if you see this guy this this giant yellow gorilla i mean things are going to get really messed up fast and and he should be very intelligent like you know apes are intelligent gorillas are very intelligent this guy working for Skeletor should be one of the smartest guys in in, in Skeletor's you know uh, 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 roster not trying to overpower, him, but I just feel like you are looking, eight big. Just based on what we know about gorillas, like he should be a very formidable foe. He should be somebody that He Man should think twice when he goes into bed. Ba- not just run in with the battle axe, but like this guy's smart. He's fast. He's strong. Um, God, I'm tired of being right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I I did get Gygor from eBay. Came in the mail uh, Friday. I opened it up yesterday morning. And I, I would. he's broke. No, 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 he's fine. I, 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 would grab him right now. But when I, when I open up the box, because he was in the box and came with the mailer and everything, it just, it just smelled like cigarette smoke. And I was like, shit. No. Oh. So I got, I got that, I, I got that. that, I got the box and everything the hell out of the house. And I just have him like just sitting here airing him out. And he probably still stinks a little bit. But I didn't want to pick him up and touch him and then like just smell it the rest of the show. Be like a chocolate covered. Is he pretzel. pricey?
0: Uh, like, a, cause I'm curious what these things even run for nowadays. I don't even know what they. Cause you know I had him.
1: He was uh he was 75, which in terms of uh, classics to still be in box with Mailer, that's uh, pretty cheap, all things considered.
2: Yeah. So, and it's weird him
0: being so big, but since he's probably one of the most obscure in most people's minds, wonder who the fuck is this guy. I see him, you know, being that cheap compared to others where they know certain characters and the prices are ridiculous, yeah. like the ones for Fisto and Scareglow and all them. Yeah. But Yeah, I just, I, I don't know if I, I doubt they'll ever make him for Origins. I think he's like, this yeah. is your only shot is having him for classics. That's pretty much it. But I, I really yep. wish,
3: though, like, is it makes me think like getting an oversized figure like him in the 80s, like what kind of box art would we have gotten with him? Or Probably. would he have come on a card? and Earl McCarthy does the artwork on the back, like, what what kind of packaging would that character have
0: got? I bet what it would have been a nice window space? box. I could have pictured a window box, and on the back, it probably would have had some really beautiful scene. That's all I could envision, at least. Or, if anything, some of them, how they do that side art, and then have a flap up, you know, and then maybe mm-hmm. have a flap up. But uh, I would have loved to seen something if Earl Norm could do something, or, or William George. Oh, he would
3: have come God. in a package like Strider or Nightstock or where
0: it's a window, but you get the artwork above it. Yeah, right, like and then... Right, it will probably have been William George. It would have did it. it. Would have probably been fantastic. It's a shame. It's uh, yeah. a missed opportunity of what could have been a great piece. But it was, like, comic. it was getting a mini comic with this this gorilla, which
3: probably back then would have been one of He Man's buddies, probably. Which you know would have been cool. But I, I kind of like the idea of you know this yellow gorilla being a villain. I mean, the color scheme alone. I mean, if the horse wanted to do something different, they I feel like they would have given him different armor if they didn't. But you know, I don't know if that was scott's idea to make him a villain or not but what the horseman did like he's a he's a villain to me flat out like oh that. yeah i would
0: have yeah i'm sure he would yeah definitely probably a villain he would have fit best as a villain and yeah this is your well at least you got one of them because he's probably a one and done you'll never see him in origins but if i'm proven wrong someday cool it'd be interesting to see if they would nah, Joe, it. you and i both
3: know we're not being proved wrong we're just we're just right all, we're just tired of being right you know i would like to be wrong yeah. at some point i'm hoping when. We get another would be nice. I'm hoping I'm really wrong about
0: that. Yeah, let's hope so. That was fun talking. Like I said, Guy Gore is different, but now we'll talk about the icons of evil trap, y'all, and at least something good, something a little different. And, Nathan, again, if you wanted to start off, and I don't know, will you pop uh, images on the screen? Uh, or? It,
1: it, it's already it's already done, Joe. It's already done. I just got to... Okay,
0: you know what I mean? I got a 30-second... I got to
1: finagle Tyler's camera a little bit where he, he wasn't here at the at the start i just got it. there we go done and do this uh it's interesting to see i gotta get the bigger images up for myself to look through here
0: Are you can have a slideshow where yeah, it just yeah, goes yeah. through
1: yep. it yep just got the the slideshow going through i the first thing that stuck out to me and I, I i looked into it more uh that Robert Kirkman worked on this with Val and helped with the plot and the story. And I imagine most of you know who Robert Kirkman is at this point because he's probably filthy rich because he had this, this little-known book, you may have heard of it, called The Walking Dead that he did. And, and now he's super, super rich from selling that and having all 87 spinoff shows that they're doing on AMC <laughs> right now. So I'm sure he's yeah. counting his money. But th- this was one of like the early on in his career when he really started making a name for himself in the business, this is one of the, the things that he worked on was these icons of evil books. And Tyler, you said last week that this is your favorite of the three and you, you guys kind of were both feeling the same way that you didn't really, you didn't really dig too much on, on the other two stories. Can we go ahead and talk about that as to why, like you did, those other two stories, uh, weren't up the snuff as compared to trap
3: well, yeah, I mean, we had a beastman, a merman, and a triclops, and um, uh, next to trap and beastman's was forgettable. It, it wasn't. It was. It was cool to see a little bit more Keldor at the time, but overall, it didn't really do any provide any kind of interesting scenario of Keldor meeting Beastman and and getting him to join his group. Merman showed you nothing other than he was a parent king at some point, which I just thought like I don't. I, I just. He, I. I it, it, it kind of like it made all these guys like like i always want to assume that the, the, all these guys were selfish creatures it, wherever wherever they come from they're like triclops you know obviously i don't like the scientist aspect but he shows up as this i, I it was such a forgettable book i didn't like the artwork and i didn't like the idea of triclos being a good guy to begin with who's blinded and it's or kind of manipulates him in, into joining him after his blindness and everything. And I like, this is bullshit, man. It's just it's just lame it Triclops should have been the best of all four. And it was I, I'd say it wasn't the worst. I think Merman's was the worst because it gave you nothing. And Beastman's was just forgettable and Triclops is like you, you, you humanized Triclops. Like, no. Trap Jaws was the best because we it's like you watched you could watch the free, uh, the beginning of part one, where you see the opening sequence at the at the Hall of Wisdom, and you see Cronus. The only time in the series, or second time, or the first time of two times, and you could watch that and pick this Trapjaw book up and feel like you've watched, you know, okay, the continuation. Because that when when they leave, Keldra's been, uh, you know, hit the acid and all that stuff, and then Skeletor is now like the new persona, and you feel like you could really just watch and kind of play off when you watch the nyp series read that book and then jump right back into the series and kind of see okay this kind of like i completely buy that and i also buy that as a plausible backstory for Jaw as well like i do like the idea from the mini comic better right you know he com- uh, you know, comes from another dimension like a an intergalactic uh uh prisoner i like that where he's so so damn powerful that you know uh, skeleton he may have taken down but this one it was just it was original um, And at that point, Cronus, uh, you know, take take. He was a
0: forgettable him. nothing. Like when you first seen him in the cartoon, and you first seen, oh, is that supposed to be Trap Jaw or he's Trap Jaw? It just it was forgettable. Like, eh, really didn't care. Well, but they I, took I see, a character.
3: I, I thought that was kind of cool at the time. Um, That like, okay, that's supposed to be because everyone else has already been established with their with their actual look. Triclops looks his way, but I like Trap Jaw was the only one that looked drastically different. So it made you feel like, okay we'll we'll get to see how he becomes trap jaw. Well,
0: and and we never and that's the thing and it never happened like at least for this comic we got it and that's what made that character when I seen him in the cartoon and it's like okay but we never seen nothing and how did he go from that to that it just says, okay, he's kind of a throwaway character, forgettable. So he took that character that kind of was forgettable into this, and now you got a presence. It's like, damn, this would have been a beautiful episode to see. I could envision watching this. And they didn't even have to do a ton. That's another thing. It shows you don't need tons of dialogue to make it an amazing comic, because as you've seen in this comic, there's not a lot, but no. it's a lot of most so good. Exactly, a lot of looks, a lot of, but of course, a lot of action in it. But just the thought of it, it's like, you know, how he starts off, he's thinking that, you know, Skeletor, Skeletor now is Skeletor, not Keldor, is different. He's not the same. He shouldn't be leading, and he's brash about, I should do it. And he goes, and of course, when he gets his ass kicked out of Snake Mountain, then what does he do? He does put together, to, you know, an army together, but almost in a way, I think he's seeing what Skeletor was saying, what Skeletor was saying, you don't know what it's like out there. And what he was saying, you know, you don't know how hard all the wars that's out there and how the food is scarce. And as you've seen, as he's starting to gather his armies, he's saying the same thing to them as what Skeletor said to, you know, Trapjaw. Or, I'm sorry, at Cronus at the time. But he still believes I should be a leader. And he shows. He is a great leader. And he's an ass kicker. I mean, you'd see he wasn't even having weapons half the time when he's beating the piss out of these people. And then he overthrows that one guy to now I'm the leader. And then when he has that guy questioning him, it's almost like how he questioned Skeletor. So it's kind of a reflection of both in the same way. But then you know what? We got one more place we're going to go to and that's Snake Mountain. And when he gets... Into that fight, which, I mean, it was just, I love the back and forth. I was just seeing the power of Skeletor, too, just how he just melts off, burns, like, you know, the helmet, like, to where he has, it it goes off his helmet or his head. And then what else he does to him. But I love the backstory. It was a great backstory to show this character. And the thought of when Skeletor thought that Trapjaw was, like, trying to cower then and plead for his life. And at the end, you hear Even almost just completely dead, he's trying to choke Skeletor. It's like, this fucker is just evil, hardcore, through and through. And it's just a beautiful way to portray that character to then become trap It's like, you know what? Keep your enemies or your friends close, your enemies closer. This was beautiful. It was just, it's such a shame we couldn't have got that into the cartoon. But this, yeah, definitely, they wrote a fantastic story. Zero cheese, no corniness all seriousness all the way through and that's why this this was one of the best they did
1: yeah and they didn't have to stretch it out over uh, six issues
0: right right exactly we didn't have to have a, a six part story arc to get there and tons of boring dialogue minimal dialogue lots of action it gets to the point you understand the exact you know the goal of what Cronus wanted to you know do through this whole story and then of course who he becomes but this is how you tell a story You don't have to drag it out, fucking like you said, six issues, twelve issues, sixteen. One story, minimal dialogue, great action, and like I said, fantastic art too. And this, yeah, this is why, yeah, definitely it was the favorites out of all the icons of evils for me. It it was universally
3: like like accepted by everybody when that book came out. Like everybody, I didn't I didn't see anything at the time that, and I kind of feel like when people talk about that, they always point to the trap jaw as as being the the not just a fan favorite, but it was the ultimate favorite. It did the most service for the character. It, it actually gave you something that was unique and, and not just filler, which is how all the others were. They didn't enhance the character or, or bring you a different spin. It was just they're there or it, it, this was not a disservice to the character. like if you don't like the idea of Trapjaw trap jaw like having a more humanoid form before, and, and it, all this comes from, you know, battle. That's okay. Um, you know, it's it's fun to not have not everything explained, but this was such a... Because this is, like, the only one. Like, it's not like, you know, you see this all the time with Skeletor's forces where they're constantly like, revolting against him. Like, yeah, they get pissed off at him for him, you know, being an asshole. But this is really the only time we've seen, like, someone, like, leave the ranks and lead a rebellion and revolt and try to take down Skeletor. Like, we don't see that. With, we still, to this day, have not seen anything like that, really. We've seen people like, um, double-cross and stuff like that, but not not to this magnitude. And Trap Girl wasn't double-crossed. He was thrown out and, was like, I'll show you. And and it's cool because it, it's logical that Skeletor to say, like, you know what? You got some balls to do this. Like, yeah, I kicked your ass, but you know what? I like the way you think. Let's, let's keep you alive. Yeah,
1: I'll spare you. Like,
3: yeah, like I can see Skeletor doing that. Like Skelter's an intelligent. That's another thing. He's an intelligent villain. Like he sees. Like look what this guy put together, with 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 a weapon in one hand in his brain. Like I need that. Like he's. That's the way Skelter should always be portrayed. There should always be a a counteraction. Like it should never just be like he loses, but he ought to learn from this. Like I mean, because obviously something. I mean, it was it was a threat. I mean, you see the army that's assembled, all these tribes on the Dark Hemisphere under Cronus' control, like, that's impressive. Like, any smart dictator would want, I want that guy on my side. You know, that's how we should always see Skeletor, King, Hiss, and Hordak portrayed, is is guys who can, how can I take advantage of the situation? It's like, hell yeah, and then it just made him even better. Making him a human weapon, you know, and it was, um, I just wish it was somebody else, because I'm sure we, it's Triclops putting him back together, like, no, it's, that, that's my only gripe. And that's not has no fault of the book It's just like
0: they decided to make him a damn scientist. And I still hope this is why you guys I hope you understand this is when, you know, I talked about this comic that I ripped the shit. <laughs> That was That's funny. That's what pisses me off. That was funny. Did, did you was, give a uh, good middle finger to Mattel after you did that? No, no middle finger. It's just uh, it was and, uh, of course. Nathan having to, you know, antagonize. Do it, Joe. Do it. I could picture him in school telling somebody, yeah, he talked about you and causing a fight. But this is why I get so pissed. Is you read something like this, people that just wrote a masterful piece of Masters of the Universe literature, and then you get this garbage to where, in this, by the way, Tyler, if you ever do see this fucking comic. You're going no. to see, how they treated Trapjaw. It's just, it's moronic and it's ridiculous. And I'm tired, I don't want to hear the excuse anymore of them saying, but this line, it's focused towards the little kids. No, it's not. It's not for the fucking kids, it's for us, you know it's for us. We're the ones that are going to be buying it the most. And even when we were kids, the first comics, even though they were confu- confusing and convoluted half the time, but as they advanced... We didn't get all that corniness right from the start and stupid stuff like Pitcher Jaw's mini comic, for Christ's sake. What we read back then, my God, that was nothing corny, and it wasn't demeaning kids and treating and belittling them. So if you are writing for kids, which you're not, just keep in mind, kids do have an imagination. They do like to think about and have some kind of fantasy, but you're killing their imagination by writing this shit that we had right here. (laughs) Was that another six-page mini comic? Another six-page masterpiece of just bullshit. That's what I mean. And again, for those who say, well, you guys don't like nothing past the filmation stuff right here. We're discussing shit that came out in 2000. I anybody
3: who listens to this podcast and wants to come after Joe or any of us for, for dumping on these mini comics, I'm sorry, but that's where I have to pretty much dismiss your opinion, not as a person, but you know, you, nobody can argue the lack of quality that they're putting into the whole package. Like the many, I mean, Box art, you like it great. If you like the presentation, the whole retro play bullshit sticker and a bubble and all that stuff, fine. But these mini comics, like, that, that's a crime, and I'll take anyone to court over that. I don't care. You guys can hate my guts all you want. You can love Joe and feel like, this, oh, I, I can't listen because Joe, I thought Joe was special and super nice and this and that. And I thought Nathan was side with me. Like, you guys, there's not a, a single person in the fan community on this planet that can defend the poor attention that there's many comics have been given by mattel like budget no no you could you could i would write those for free i i would put a, a better six page story if it only had to be six pages it could be done in six pages if it, it not not does anybody want that no but i i hate that um it just makes you wonder like oh my god like what's clamp jam and ninja are gonna get you know what, what, is the, what are the en- parents going to get? I can't even envision, well, and I'm scared that to think I, about I probably it. I will have to bow out for, like, the first 30 minutes when the Clamp mini minicom, because I'm not going to sit on here and listen to Joe tell me, or Nathan, what's in the one that features clam Jam and Ninja. Like, I'll, I will I will just stay gone, and Nathan tells me when I can come back. Cause y- I- yeah,
0: because yeah, you wouldn't want to be a part of it. Like I said, uh, if... I ever discuss this? Actually, one day it's going to be the quickest shit. But I don't even want you to fucking hear it. But, no, I yeah, I'd this... really
3: not based on what was in that last one. Like just seeing the pages, and how shitty the artwork was. Like we know Mattel doesn't care, and you know they're afraid to pull the trigger on anything. But they invest so much money. Like and maybe you know. And I don't know the insides and outs of Mattel. I do not. I'm not going to pretend to. But when you see this lack of quality here, like I don't care what the problems are. If you weren't going to
0: do it to the fullest, then don't bother at all yeah and i was gonna say and before we do get to the chat because right now guys if there's any questions you have us you know from the mini comics cartoon anything you want to ask put it in the chat room right now hey, and in the damn meantime it,
1: damn so it now, joe i had more i wanted to say about this fucking comic book more, you can
0: say more. you can say more i'm going to say one thing though tyler i had to tell you one thing in this fucking mini comic that i ripped the shit meow was said one more time so go ahead nathan you can go ahead
1: um Just had a little uh, little go we'll, on. we'll let uh we'll let tyler sit in anguish for a second. Uh, yes, if, yes. if I did have one minor, no, minor, minor nitpick about this, I, I'm i not a fan of, I don't, maybe it's just the text that they used, but for all the action stuff, uh, the overuse of doom,
2: like doom, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, oh. and
1: splacked, that, 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 like, yeah. I feel like most of the time the words didn't even need to be there. It looks like the action spoke for itself. Like, obviously, I feel like most people's favorite Panel in this comic is either uh, the the spot where Skeletor is like blasting on Trap Jaw, and you see his face starting to melt, or the the part where he punches him and his jaw just shatters in the air, and it's got the Doom on it. Uh, to me, that didn't need to be there. That, that,
3: no, I, I will not argue that at all. Like the pictures sell the the impact and the importance of what's going on. So yeah, I'm 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 with you on that one. We don't we don't need the uh, uh, what, what is it. Uh, Onomatopoeia, in that like the 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 words that convey sound, in that the the technical term for it. I'm
0: a moron. I don't know. Uh, about that. I don't...
1: <laughs>
3: well, anyway, like yeah, I, I, it's not needed. I mean,
1: I, I mean, onomatopoeia. <laughs> You're looking it up right now. <laughs> the formation of a word from a sound associated with what is named. So there we go. Hey, look, Tyler got one up on I. I because I, I was like. I've heard it, but I'm—I never put it in a context of its definition before. But it's—it's it's like uh, the next page here. After he's shattered his jaw and like I, he's look—it's uh, gruesome. I, I love it, but they have to have thud when he's already there on his knees. Like it's already implied that like yeah he dropped to his knees. I don't need to like picture the sound that it made when he hit the ground. But I, I, to me, I think it's just the font that they used for it too that just sticks out too much to me. But that's the only nitpick I have about it. I, other than that, I think it's a, a fantastic little story.
3: Yeah. And I, I would buy that as, as canon going forward. If any anybody like going forward and there's a new um story being put together, like if they wanted to bring that element in, like I I, I would be all for that. Like I like sure, if you want to make make trap jaw, you know, Cronus and this is what happened, I'm like I'm cool with that too. My preference would be him being a prisoner. But it's it's such a great story and it, it was um that that's that's what you want. You want to feel like it doesn't take away from the character or the mystery, um because I don't know. It, it's it, it's still kind of fun. Like I really don't wonder what how Trap drug got the way that he is. Like it's just more fun to think about what he can do and how menacing he is, and not necessarily how he got a iron jaw, and he's missing a right arm and has to put attachments to it. And, like I, I yeah, because I never know. cared
0: about that back in the day. You
3: just accepted, it. Yeah, but yeah, for this it. it worked. I didn't, yeah. I didn't care that his face is green, and his body's blue. Right. like it just didn't bother. It just looked cool visually. But but you yeah. question
0: nothing. Yeah, yeah, this
2: it worked. They actually well, did it properly.
3: it was like you know you and, and I kind of wondered because the animated series d- deliberately depict Trap Jaw like that. So it's almost like they, there was reason behind that. Almost like were there plans to have a trap jaw origin episode in the series and they decided, well, you know what? It's probably going to be too graphic to show how, how a guy loses his jaw and his right arm. So maybe we could say that for a comic book or something, but I kind of feel like NYP had set that up somehow deliberately. And, you know, and there's no like advertising, Hey, check out the comics. If you wanted to find out why this character looks different now. Um, Especially if you were a kid and you're watching that cartoon, you're like, okay, what the hell? Ha- who is that blue guy? Because if you, you know, if you're a young kid at the time, I'm, chances are you're probably not going to put that together, you know. And unless you went to a local comic book store, you couldn't find these He-Man NYP comics, you know, at your local food line, you know, on the spinner rack. So, but anyway, but it's it's a classic.
2: All right,
0: I give it a ten. And uh, well. I was going to get to the questions. Curtis Ackerman said, did you guys check out that blood of Zeus on Netflix? And what did you think of the job powerhouse did? I still haven't checked it. Curtis, I'm going to have to see it, but I didn't know if he said it might. I can't remember if he said it was one of the companies that's working on. Maybe one of the masters.
3: I think it's the same company that's doing
0: the current or the, the Kevin Smith series. Kevin Smith one. Okay. Did you, did you see this then Tyler? I watched
3: the trailer for the trailer looked pretty good, but, um, and I, I intend to check it out because I like Greek mythology, but I mean, it may suck balls and look like that Henry Cavill Immortals movie, you know, 5 for your children bullshit, um, you know, where it's like, guys, like no one knows how to do Greek mythology anymore. But, yeah, I am interested to check it out and see if there's anything interesting in it. I intend to, but I just haven't made it a priority
1: right now.
0: Uh, I might check it this week. What about you, uh, Nathan? Did you check it out? Same
1: boat. It was one of those things where you put it on the little thumbnail and the the trailer plays. I I thought it looked great as well, but I haven't got around to checking it out. I've been uh, trying to finish up uh, Season 2 of The Boys because I've been digging that show quite a bit, and I missed it when it was like came out because i was still waiting on fucking internet at the time but uh yeah so i'm gonna i need to finish that up but uh that that would be something i would like to go and check out because i too do enjoy greek mythology i think that was the only thing about ninth grade english that i really enjoyed was like dabbling into that and then like uh Mm -hmm. when we had to read uh the iliad and the odyssey or the iliad and then uh watch that that uh that fucking uh, movie,
3: The Odyssey, with uh, with uh, Armand DeSante, the NBC original movie yeah. miniseries, yeah,
1: yeah. Which at the time I was like, "This is badass." And I watched, yeah, me too. I watched like, it God, like it not it too not long ago. Up. I'm like, "Yes, yeah, this is this kind of fucking sucks a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah." That was my favorite part of ninth grade. So I, I <laughs> always like the uh, shit like that. Always been into that. All
0: right, uh, Sportimus had a question for Tyler. Said Tyler, what? honest. Qu- Tyler, honest question. What makes Ninja so cool to you besides being a ninja? He said, just curious. Um,
3: like a ninja in this mythology, you know, like it works. Um, but the fact that this ninja comes from another dimension, um, I, I just think it is, it, visual is interesting. He's a character of mystery. We don't know much about him, which is what drew my attention to clamp champ, um, I think, and he needs to stay a character Mystery, but, you know, I, I think the ninja um, character works so well. I mean, it, it was cool to see briefly in Thundercats. It's something that I feel like you can put, I mean, obviously we love it in G.I. Joe, um, but I think, yeah, it works very well. And the fact that he's kind of a humanoid kind of creature-esque, you know, where he's got creature feet, um, but he is more, more human than anything else. But I, I just think... Uh, you know Having, I mean, we get jitsu. You know, is the master of martial arts, but just there's a lot of mystery to Ninjor, and I, I just yeah, within like,
0: the shadows and his yeah. items that he can use. I mean, he's quite different from jitsu. And the thing is, I mean, in the late 70s to early 80s, I mean, ninjas was just were the hot thing. They were in everything, and I never questioned. It, and I never thought, what's a ninja doing on eternity I mean, he comes from another dimension. And as you said, his feet are webbed, they're clawed. He's not a human ninja. He just came from a different dimension. What's it to say that there can only be ninjas on Earth? And I just love that. They went with it. And I like having somebody within the shadows. And you don't know who's going to be there. It can be that silent assassin. I mean, he's a fantastic character. I mean, Ninja was like one of my favorites back then. Yeah, I always loved I, him.
3: I, I actually, like, I didn't know much of, I didn't know nothing of the character as a kid. Even I, th- I had to search for the color <laughs> mini-comic and it just it had no recollection of the character until I, I until the early days of the internet. And, um,
2: you know, and having
3: Axel drawn m- multiple times for me as, as well. And it just kind of really reinvigorated my, my interest in the character altogether. Like, I thought it was a great character, but, you know, I just thought, like, I really liked how Axel drew him, and that kind of really, like, enhanced, like, the the drawing he did that had a ninja or sword blade and, and two of our fighting Clamp champ and the uh, lizard man chained at the wrist. Like, I just... It looks so menacing. Like, I want to see more of that. Like, there's a lot of um, malice in the character. I mean, he is just... He's an assassin. He's a ninja. He will take any... I mean, it just there's so much fun to be had with the ninja running around on eternity like yeah like yeah it's it's almost like just look at the guy like that that is my explanation for the character but i (laughs) I would love to do more with
0: him you know i just there's there's
3: there's way too much fun to be had with the ninja on eternity that that's there's my explanation there
0: there you go no i agree completely agree uh fedmon said well, first, uh, Grimbot did want to say to uh, Nathan that, yes, it was just the font. He said if it was done in an old-school manner, the font probably wouldn't have been yeah. so bad. Because I know Grim, he's real particular about fonts. I mean, hell, I used something one time. He's like, Joe, why the fuck are you using that Comic Sans or Sans or whatever they call it font? I was like, I don't know. I was like, that's all I got. I didn't know what he's talking about. I was like, well, I don't know. So... Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> wow, wow said, a laugh short and... from
1: Joe. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was going to help it. Uh, said, question and answer, what was your go-to under five show when you were a kid? He said, examples, Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street. For me, it was, uh, I love the electric company. I remember just watching like in school. Like I so said, that's when I would have my graham crackers and licking them and making them last the day to save food. But on that, there was these little Spider-Man skits. Where Spider-Man, and it was live action Spider-Man, was on the show. And that might look corny as shit for people nowadays, but as a kid, when you're seeing a superhero on TV and it's live action doing stuff, man, I couldn't wait for that part of school when they would show The Electric Company and then Spider-Man would have a skit. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you can check it on YouTube later, but yeah, for me, Electric Company was uh, one for under five, I think. Hmm.
3: I was watching cartoons, I mean, from as early as I can remember, from age three. So, I mean, I was watching He-Man, Thundercast, and G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters. The only live-action stuff, like, I did watch Sesame Street, and I love Mr. Rogers, and I still love Mr. Rogers to this day. Like, I, I love... We need Mr. Rogers believe. these days, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love that show so much. Um, I love the trolley. Um, I was fascinated with the neighborhood of make-believe as a kid. I just thought it was so cool, like, the little chair factory that hardly ever got, you know, any attention on the show, and... King Friday and all it was just it was just fascinating. Um but I, I liked everything back then, but I mean as far as like is like I guess if we're talking like live action stuff, um, Mr. Rogers and, and, and some Sesame Street at the time. Um but other than that I was knee deep and, and ass kicking cartoons as, as early as I can remember. I don't know life without it, honestly. yeah so.
1: I, I think I would be in the same boat because uh, like the during that time the the whole dynamic of TV programming geared towards children had already changed pretty drastically anyway I know that the question sort of more like show specific you're under five. Yeah, shows yeah. that specifically are made for kids like under five years old so I definitely mr. Rogers I Sesame Street I would watch but I I almost felt like compared to mr. Rogers like Sesame Street to me is more of like toddlers when i like yeah, yeah. like you, you
0: who else could give a middle finger though who else could get a, a middle finger true. and get away and get with away it? With mr it. rogers yeah, yeah where's Pumpkin, and, and, and then where's what is that tall man he called it oh that's classic yeah.
1: but if you guys get a chance watch the documentary on mr rogers as well uh could, i
0: get to see that i, I hit every tension
3: of watching it too and I, I i'd love to see it's it.
1: a it's a tearjerker for sure because uh, i figured it was i, I, well, I mean I, I
3: did like I went back and watched like some clips on YouTube about two years ago. I was just watching a bunch of stuff and just watching like the certain guests you had on the show. And there was one, one, one child that was, I guess, essentially a paraplegic on the show, and he just has them on and just talking about, you know, tell the kids, you know, what what kind of life you live. And when he's being honored <laughs> so many years later uh, for like a TV Hall of Fame, that and child comes it, out as an adult, yeah. and I started crying in my car. Wa- I was at, like taking a break of work, and I'm crying in my car watching. Yeah. fred rogers reaction to this this child like you see and then when he comes out as, oh my, oh my god man it was just it was like and i couldn't fight the tears back it was it was so wonderful to see that and to see that he would have on you know a, a man of you know a black man on there to show him, well, there's nothing wrong with a man uh, who has a different color or a woman of different ethnicity or whatever like it was really cool that 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 show was Trying to let everyone know, let's like, stop all this racist bullshit and just thinking yeah. like this person's different. Who gives a fuck?
1: Yeah. They're a person yeah. too. Yeah,
3: you know, yeah. It's, it's 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 a shame that 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 kind of show. I mean, and what you know, it was it was so beneficial. And I didn't feel like I was being talked down to. You know, when you watch that show, it was more about learning about this and see all this fun and feed the fish. I love when you go feed the fish, man. That was one of my favorite parts of the show. Walk past the big stoplight in this kitchen and go feed the fish, man.
1: I love that show, man. We should just uh, we should just do a commentary on an episode of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood one day. Just completely oh, awesome. throw everybody off. Don't don't even like promote it or announce that that's what we're doing. It's just like, hey, and now we're gonna check out an episode of Mister Rogers. Hey, and then
3: we'll have James on to do a commentary for Mister Rogers' episode. Now, I, I
1: messed up. Oh, that. hey, we hey we've already figured out our topic for next week. Then spoilers, <laughs> everybody. Adam
0: Adam Gabbard had a question. He said. Uh, Joe Tyler Nathan, he said there was a blooper in his sentence from the last week's uh, Super 7 question, so he says he apologizes. His question is Will we be able to see newer, as seen on TV, figures soon for Masters of the Universe? No, well, I. Probably not. Adam, no. No, because that was Super 7 stuff, so yeah, yeah you're not going to be seeing that in Origins. Mattel but, wanted it back no, but, so they
1: could give you its subpar shit again. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, you know,
0: because yeah, when
3: we, we were told that. Mattel want to get back in on, like, so this is what their plan was, is to, you guys are having too much fun with this, we've got to get back in here and look at what we all got, man, shitty mini-comics, shitty face sculpts, I hope everyone's happy, man.
0: And, and Curtis has a question, and I, I hate asking Tyler this, because I, I just feel bad it's going to, I know it's going to give up a memory, Um, he said, I love the Ninja or Clamp Champ comic Tyler did, any chance we'll ever be able to purchase a hard copy?
3: All, all, the only way that because I, uh, I I don't know how to print comics or anything like that. If there's anybody out there that would love to take on the the duty of you know getting all the pages that I've got and, and putting in mini comic form and putting the, together the copies like you know, um, but I I'd love to do it. I can't pay anybody to do it. I, I didn't pay Carson for it. like Carson did it and people would would pay. For the comics. So it was just strictly a passion project. We didn't do any kind of Kickstarter or anything like that. You know, I don't think we have the kind of following to get a lot of money for that, but I would love to do it. Um, but I don't know anybody that would be willing to do it or put in the time and money, uh, for printing and sending me the copies. And then I would send them out to anybody that would, um, pay the person who took the time to print it like they would be the ones to get the money for it and that that's kind of how it would need to work because i i wouldn't take any money for it i just want the person who was willing to put the time and effort to print it to get all the money
1: because i don't it needs to be finished first
3: yeah it does need to be finished colored and 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 inked and everything like that and um i know kevin had mentioned but hell i I, it's you know (laughs) It's 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 hard to get people like James. I know he's he's having issues getting his his his, his uh, weekly book put out too. People bitching about. I don't like it weekly. A bunch of assholes. Um, so I I it it it's pretty much mission impossible at this point. So I'd have to hire Tom Cruise to help get this thing done. But I um I'm and I'm glad you asked about it because it's cool to know that people remember it or are uh, interested in, it. and that that makes me feel good. You know I. It just I appreciate you asking about it, I really do. And hopefully we'll get lucky and,
2: and
0: some somebody can come along and, and help make sure everybody gets a copy of it. All right. And Sportimus had a question. So do you guys think that a Masters of the Universe comic would be better done outside of DC? Any particular company yes. you'd prefer? And and yes, obviously I wouldn't want DC doing it anymore. I don't want Mattel doing it anymore. I wouldn't even know what the hell Marvel could do, even though theirs were fun back in the day. I don't know what they would do now. I would just prefer something like almost like how what Val did in Emiliano, you know. And if, see, that's the thing with Wright Style, I know they would never, you know, like put that out to a third party to do again, but I'd have more faith in people outside of some of those big companies like DC. Marvel and Mattel doing it because we have been delivered lots of shit as of late, and I'd love to see real fans involved doing it. Like when Val and Emiliano were involved, Fantastic Comics. It was probably the last time, as I've said a million times, that I enjoyed Masters Universe Comics because any of the stuff we've currently gotten since then has been trash.
3: Yeah, I, I, I mean, if it was like put out to one of DC's like more mature. Uh, brands is you know adults are the only ones buying comics i don't hear any bullshit no children are buying comics well for the most part the bread and butter even though the comics inter- industry has been suffering for years adults are the only ones still buying it because you can only buy comics in comic stores um which are few and far between um so um yeah i mean unless dc is like they got their act together and show showed that they but they're they're too more more they're too worried about messing up the batman superman justice league mythologies and all that other shit you know i don't know what's going on in those books i don't care i don't like what they've done the new 52 bullshit and all that other stuff that happened years ago like i, I just feel like they they got no business but unless they're going to turn it over to a a, a a division of dc comics that handles properties that are like, you know, strictly flagship stuff, like, yeah, it's pretty much just doomed in DC's hands until they decide that, you know, or Mattel's more hands-on about making sure, look, we want someone who's actually going to take pride in this and not just turn it out because you guys have got the rights for it and just hire any, any schlub to write. Mass hysteria in the book and then where I have to lead the podcast multiple times and Nathan and Joe go through it and Joe's about ready to pull a Keanu Reeves right there in the podcast. Nathan's clapping his hands for Billy Madison when Eric gets caught on fire and
0: and like I said, everything we say, I mean, it's not that we're expecting everybody to love what we say each week because we know we'll probably piss some people off, but that's a thing. I mean, it's our opinions, and I like that. I like that. Yeah, and we don't agree all the time, but we say it, and we're being honest. And if we can always piss in somebody's Cheerios at least one person once a week or a couple, hey, we're doing something right. And I think we have one more final question before we wrap it up, and that's coming from Gavin the Nerd who said – Question for the three of me he goes, What voice for He Man and Skeletor would you have for a kid's cartoon? And he said, Also, Tyler, did you see the Joe meme that he did where it was, I think, me as Leonardo DiCaprio or sculpting somebody as a figure? He said something. Oh, yeah. I, I, it was something. Paint, paint me like yeah, one of your get, French girls. Yeah, or, some, or sculpt me or whatever. Didn't he want me to custom, customize me he, like one of he, your things?
1: Gavin the Nerd wants a, a custom naked Kate Winslet from Titanic. Make it happen, <laughs> Joe. Oh,
0: there you go. As for yeah, okay. I can do. It, but no, as as for the voices, um, that's what pisses me off. The cartoon we had when we grew up, which were for kids, the voices were perfect. They didn't, like I said, talk down to the children. Even though, yes, we know things had to start getting watered down for season two because all the fucking parent groups and bullshit. But otherwise, I'm fearful of what this. Kids' version of He Man and the Master Universe is going to be not the Kevin Smith, but the other one that is going to be some slapstick, yucked up piles of shit. Where mia is now going to be canon in a fucking cartoon, too. Probably, I- I'm just I don't I can't even imagine. I just I expect nothing less than what we got in the 80s. What's wrong with having a hero that sounds like a hero and a villain that's a villain and not? yuck them and kitty them up so that's what i'd want is shit that we've had before stuff we got in myp i don't understand why they couldn't continue it but we are going to get delivered a pile of mess when he-man and the master universe comes out not the kevin smith one but the other that's gonna be some shit but
1: joe kids these days have attention spans that can be measured in nanoseconds yeah Oh it's uh,
3: gonna just be fucking like, like looking at this bird you know tweeting in the tree you know, them and their Zima, their hula hoops, their Dan Bokelberg, and their Pac-Man video games. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to uh, be bad. That's He doesn't
1: even know what we're talking hate. about. This is right over no, Joe's head. No, it's like, that's
3: when Joe just kind of like kind of starts muttering and, and rambling and, and saying, like, talking to myself. And
1: Joe, my Joe Shaq got rich playing in college. Everybody knows that. You guys riffle is me 13, 14 baseball? more times? Is I'm out sport? of here. Plays this shit anyway. All the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was maybe more baseball. Okay, it is basketball. Yeah, it's like,
3: because you're a piece of shit. I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah, but you're a little bitch. You sure are. Damn it, man.
1: <laughs> how, am I, how am I supposed to get a chick in this, dude? You couldn't get a chick I if you had 100 bill, man, a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, I could. No, nah, dude, you're a little bitch. I am not.
0: <laughs> and that's when Joe starts holding on to his head. You know. Ah. Uh, I think, yeah, I've seen basketball maybe twice, so I, yeah, definitely don't know
2: all the yeah, quotes. Joe, sure
3: okay I, didn't I didn't see that piece of shit. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It wasn't my kind of humor. Now, Family Guy, that's my kind of where they, they sing and 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 they repeat the same, ah, uh, ah, uh, over again. That's my kind of humor, there, people, right, Joe? I'm easily amused. But, uh, all
2: right, but, oh, well, they're uh, one of Pretty
1: uh, Mom's pubic hairs. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys haven't watched basketball just just go watch it it's, it's...
3: anybody watching this podcast I, I i leave in the comments damn it if you've seen it well I know you had to have liked it like and I hate that that movie has no reputation at all like bill Hader likes the movie like it's a severely criminally underrated comedy I do not it's stupid I'm,
1: humor not... but it's great.
3: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, it's got the, the weight of Naked Gun and South Park combined in the same damn movie, you know. You know, Robert Vaughn's funny as hell, in it? Chicken poo? Oh, you want me to have bigger titties? What? No. Uh,
2: yeah.
3: uh-huh. <laughs> Which I feel like that's Joe on the podcast. He's like Robert Vaughn. What? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah, that, that's Joe. Just go, yeah, just
3: go I watch baseball. Uh, yeah, right. That goes for you too, Joe.
1: Joe, yeah, Joe missed a, uh, just a couple of comments. Curtis Ackerman said, yeah. I love how Joe talked about licking his graham crackers to make them last, and there was literally no reaction from Tyler or Nathan. Yeah, that was really funny to him. And,
0: well, I think uh, you guys are so used to my licking
3: well, food like it's Joe's just, saying he's three years old. Like what,
0: why does Joe need to save food when he's three years old? Well, it was five, but I was pack rat and I, I, I don't know why I felt like a, an animal to where I had to guard my food or I thought I had to make it last. So I literally would because lick Joe, the... Joe's like it's like this loincloth made out of like, you
3: know, his lumberjack fabric there, and like scratching his head with his foot. You know, he's just You're like this mean? Like animal
0: kid. Like, arr, arr. I have no idea where it came from. Like I said, I've always been, I still lick my food to this day. Like when I get a bag of Doritos, I got to lick the cheese off before I eat it. It's bizarre, but when I was a kid, <laughs> we'd get the cinnamon graham crackers while we were watching TV during the break time. I'd lick all the cinnamon off. Then I would hide the crackers in a napkin, put it in my desk, and then eat it throughout class to make it last. I felt like I had a you know, I wasn't gonna get food. I don't How know. How many times were last.
1: your parents called to the school and your teacher had to like have a conversation? <laughs> like, look, uh, Joe can... Joey's doing some weird shit at his desk. I don't know. Lunchtime was over like five hours ago, and he's still sitting here like eating just this little bit of, well, of goldfish.
0: Well, the worst was, like I said, since my last name's Amado, I was always sat in the front because we did it alphabetically by last names to who sat in the front. And I told you the story of when any time we had to get tissues or new glue, the teacher would send me into the closet. And you go steal the fucking
1: lunches. You savage. I said, I
0: was Well, I was just taking and opening Wait, and stealing say that, say the chip. Say, say that again, Aiden.
1: What he was going there and stealing people's fucking lunches, the savage. It makes
3: me, th- me think Joe is like the little little kid in the kindergarten class where these are your lunches. You mean other people's lunch? Stop it! That's Joe spit it out. Well, I still did. I would mask say... and the food comes out of the mouthpiece because you can't you can't picture Joe Little because Joe is you know.
1: Yeah, we need you know. to we what? need to track down one of these uh, one of these kids that went to school with Joe. Whether it was one of the girls that like he was taking their books and flushing them down the toilet to go on a date with them or whatever or.
0: It wasn't stealing. See, what happened was I would go in the closet <laughs> was it yours? and no, I mean, but let, let well, him let him, what you, what you let him explain. Let him so, explain himself. Well, like I said, I mean, you know, these kids are probably getting a lot more food, so I'd open either the lunchbox <laughs> or the paper bag, and they'd have a baggie full of a bunch of Doritos or chips, and I would just take like half You're of them and eat them. you are stealing their food, and back, Joe. Well, I mean, nobody knew, and that was only five or six, and so I would take it, and then I'd that's come right, back. A foul with... was only a
3: foul if the ref blows the whistle, so Joe is only stealing
0: if people catch
3: him, so. That's
0: just
2: terrible. Hey, so Joe, Joe
3: was really quite quite the evil mastermind as a kid. No wonder he's Ow. such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a villain. A villain truly believes in what he's doing is not wrong. We People, we have found our new Skeletor. You know, this, this is what Skeleton would be doing in our series. He's, stealing He's just, just eating food. other
1: people's food. He's like, Cory found like,
3: these people at my parents' house, and they're eating all their food! And it's really, we cut <laughs> into so just Joe sitting in the yard, eating the pizza. And, well,
2: know.
0: nobody was the wiser, because it was just a little bit from each so little thing I'd do, so I got extra food to eat, so <laughs> I had issues. Holy it, so.
1: shit. That's funny. Right, oh, right, well, what down, what but... does Donny have this week? Oh, damn, Doritos. Awesome.
3: Well, anybody knew... just uh, oh, this... you know, handy snacks? Oh, man, I could put my finger in the cheese.
1: No, uh, uh, and you would only do it if it was, like, Doritos and, like, a Ziploc, right? You're not, like, going and, like, opening no, not... sealed stuff.
0: Well, at that time... Well, not to sound nuts, but at that time, I don't even know if they had little mini bags of adre yeah, you could open. True. It was just big bag. You put them in the clear bag. So I would just open that little clear bag, take out half, put the little clear bag take back in their brown half, bag. Huh? And well, these well, kids are not- too
1: stupid to notice that half of their chips are gone? Their
0: They don't know what. Well, they don't know what mom packed for them. They probably figured that you know they just that's what mom or dad packed. And well, I was taking half of the food, but so I was I was biting Those their sandwiches. Home, or,
3: going home thinking like, why is my mom shortchanging me on my chips
1: every cur- day? Cur- <laughs> Curtis Ackerman said he robbed from the rich and gave to his
0: stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe Joe's a
3: really cheap Robin Hood.
0: Well, if anything, like I said, I was never biting their sandwiches or nothing. I was just getting the stuff that I knew nobody would notice. You know, it's just. (laughs) I mean, smart, smart. Yeah, Yeah, see? So I was a smart, diabolical little thief for food. So, I mean, that's all. But, hey, anybody that's new to this channel, just want to make sure to tell you to like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. It was a blast having you in the chat room. It was a great show this week. And until next time, have a powerful day. You know, I thought you'd be bigger.
1: Roadhouse. There you go, Oh, man. yeah. Dalton whipping some ass. Terry Funk. Huh, I'm on my break. Same Stay Elliot. on it. Holy shit. <laughs> the movie's great. I need, I need to watch Roadhouse again.
3: Damn right, man.
1: Been a, been a while. It's <laughs> a
3: little Jeff Healy on the seventh month. On the seventh day.
1: So good. Oh,
2: Still haven't seen it. film guys next
1: time. rest in peace patrick swayze also rest in peace alex trebek what a shame
2: God,
3: yeah, that was unbelievable to hear that. i found that out from wesley snipes and ray allen today
1: uh, what what a weird combo of people to break the news to you about. but that's
3: how i found out alex trebek had left us was both at the same time i'm like holy shit man uh, well,
1: uh
2: Blade wait
3: and, you
0: know hang on
1: really quick we we have jay in the chat what's the mission statement of this show To talk Masters of the Universe and random stuff. And giving
0: you the most honest opinions that you could possibly get from real passionate fans. Sometimes you can agree with us or disagree, but, you know, we, like I said, we can always be welcome to have our own different opinions, and we never, like I said, would absolutely shit like if you said, Joe, I don't like what you said. I'm not going to shit back on you like that. We're just giving honest opinions, things we love, things we don't like. Hope people enjoy it. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Some people might get upset with the things we say, but... It's just raw and real. Everything you get right here, nothing's going to be edited out. Just getting right there. But we do appreciate that, Jay. We really do. No,
1: no sugar. Pretty much here.
3: just to encourage people that there's more to it than just toys. Like We want people to be excited about him. And we will encourage you to want to learn about the characters. If you're a casual fan and I don't want you just getting your, your info from shitty DC Comics and, and, and shitty bios. Like Go check out the cartoons for free on YouTube from both Filmation and NYP. You know, check out the the the, the mini-comics book, the encyclopedia, these wonderful books that Dark, Dark Horse has put out and people we know have worked on to encourage you to want to know more. To get yeah, you from the past.
0: In. Yeah, exactly. Everything from the yeah. past that we do, from the comics to the mini-comics, the golden books, the cartoons, things that came out in 2000, you know, early on then, things that are happening now and things we'd like to see in the future, so... You're right. That's what we do. We just we share it all. Definitely share it and, all. And and if somebody does something competent, modern,
3: then yeah, we will give them praise. But until they get their sure. head out of their ass, no, I'm not giving
1: anybody credit. But also, same token, if it does encourage you to go on eBay and start a collection, or even if it does encourage you to go out and go buy some Origins figures because you didn't know that they were out and on the shelf and you just want something, yeah, that, that's that works fine too. too.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah, I would, you know, I, you know, people, but you know, it's all about supporting He-Man. Like, no, we're not great fans of this, of, of the origins line, me mainly, but it's, it's, it's more about like getting you excited about Master Universe, the Universe because you know, there, you know, we all know there's not a whole lot going on with it and, and it's, it's important to know that there's a shitload of information out there for you to take time for free and Learn and research, and know that these characters are beloved. That they're portrayed very well in multiple, uh, you know, pieces of media from comics and cartoons and that live action movie. I don't give a shit what anybody says. And um, there's just so much more to it than than shitty memes of, of meh and people portraying He Man as this bumbling, like goofy, you know, feminine character on YouTube and shit like that. You know, not that that's a big deal anymore, but. Or doing like these shitty commercials where they get He Man skeleton dancing to dirty dancing. What the hell, man? Just making fun of He Man and I got no use for those people who green light that kind of shit. You're you're lower than shit to me. You know, you're dog shit. Like my cousin, you're dog shit. Um But it's about taking this stuff seriously. It's about, you know, kick ass, heroes and villains, barbarians, battle axes, beautiful women, awesome creatures, dragons and you know, characters like Webstore and, and, and Ninja, and, and heroes like Fisto and Clamp Champ, you know, kicking ass all over the place, man. It's There's more to it than just He-Man and Skeletor and shitty social media memes from people who don't know what the hell they're even sharing it about. But because it's cute and funny and everybody else is doing it because they ain't got a damn brain in their head.
1: And we'll never bullshit you. So no sugarcoating nope. here.
3: No, you'll get the truth. You'll get the truth here. You may not like it, but... At least we're not bullshitting
1: yet and hopefully next week we will have james and daniel on for the big five five person show spectacular and really quick links down below because tyler and i didn't plan this out but we're wearing some uh joe t-shirts
2: oh
3: yeah the, the, i just redrawn too
1: so uh click yep, I'll click that link down below and go support joe and buy some of his shirts which
3: joe is supposed to have loaded up some new images
0: which has yet to happen Uh, Well, uh, see what happened was. uh, See see you next (laughs) time. I'll get some of them, but I'll see you guys next time.